0: we'll be right back to the show after this. Been on the fence about adding digital products to your Etsy shop? We put together a free 60-minute workshop teaching you the basics of selling digital products on Etsy and what it's done for our business. We'll give you a behind-the-scenes look into our product and marketing strategies and all the tools you need to get started. Sound good? Head over to goldcityventures.com workshop to register for free. That's goldcityventures.com workshop. Enjoy. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Crickets to chings My name is Lauren Keplinger, and today we are going to talk about some myths about selling online. So over the next several weeks, I have some myths that people, uh, left me on my Instagram, I did a little story asking for some of the most common myths that people had heard about either selling on Etsy or just kind of e-commerce in general. So we're going to be covering some of those um, over the next five weeks, one each week. Today's myth that we are going to jump into is the timeline to success in your online business and what that looks like as a business owner, particularly if you are on the newer end of being a business owner or you're like you're just getting started. I think we see a More and more often, um, although honestly, I've kind of removed myself from the space where I see this all of the time because it's really frustrating to me. I find it to be really annoying, but we see all the time these Facebook ads or kind of clickbaity type articles or blog posts or whatever where people talk about, you know, I opened my business and within the first 6 months I had six figures in sales or my first month out the gate I had $10,000 in sales or whatever. It's always a relatively short time frame for a relatively large amount of money that makes you think like, "Oh my gosh, I need to get started today and by the 4th of July I'm going to be raking in, you know, $100,000." Um, and I think that, I mean, I think that this is an unrealistic expectation on a lot of different levels. And I also think that a lot, if not a hundred percent of it is so much internet smoke and mirrors that is just not true. A lot of times when you see people talk about their success stories or talk about, you know, this like shooting up point where they quadrupled their business or whatever. And even in my own story, there's a lot of backstory that doesn't take into account the timeline for getting to where they ultimately are. So for example, for me personally, it took five years to hit six figures in sales in my Etsy shop. I started in 2012 and 2017 was the first year that I had six figures in sales. That's a long time. Um, And, you know, if I talk, which I try not to, um, and especially not now, because 2017 was a long time ago, but even when I first started coaching, where I started doing this coaching and stuff in 2018, so I was coming right off of my, biggest year at the time. Um, It doesn't it it doesn't account for how long it took to get there. I try not to do that. But when you're talking about, you know, glimpses into a person's business, a lot of times you're not really showing the whole picture of what that looks like. Um, And some people are more cagey about this than others. Some people are trying to deceive you into how long it's going to take to grow that business. So there is oftentimes a lot of backstory or alternatively, if they're not really trying to deceive you, but they're just talking about things out of context. So for instance, I've heard stories where, you know, people will talk about having this online business that they opened up and how quickly it grew. And then they had like this seemingly overnight success, but they don't tell you about the three other online businesses that they had had over the past 10 years that had not been success stories. So this was their fourth online business that they opened up or their fourth shop or whatever that looks like. I will say even for me, so if you've been following this podcast for any length of time, you know that I opened a digital shop with a business partner in August Um, And our digital shop had the first hundred sales in that shop within the first two months of being open. So we opened in August and we'd had a hundred sales by September, but we didn't actually hit over a thousand dollars a month in revenue until April. So we were nine months into it before we had a thousand dollars per month, not a thousand dollars total, but a thousand dollars per month in revenue. And that's even with my relatively extensive knowledge of Etsy and selling online. It still took a while to hit the point of having $1,000 per month. Now, maybe $1,000 a month is a lot for you. Maybe you hear that and you're like, oh my gosh, $1,000 a month, that's nothing. Um, you know, everything is relative, but that just gives you kind of a frame of reference. I've been selling on Etsy for 11 years and it still took nine months to hit a thousand dollars. So I would imagine that somebody that is coming into Etsy, never having sold on the platform, never having had a business before being brand spanking new to it, it would probably take them significantly longer than nine months. Um, and that again is just kind of like a personal anecdote that's not applicable to your business necessarily, but it gives you a timeline for what has been more recently true for a shop that I just opened. I honestly think that a lot of times the the myths or the, I don't even know if it's really confusion, (laughs) um, the feelings, I guess, surrounding the timeline to what people consider to be successful is a lot centered around the way that you go into it and your mindset related to your business and what you're putting into your business and what you're expecting to get out of your business again. And also the resilience that it takes to keep putting one foot in front of the other, keep building, keep working, keep trying new things, keep experimenting, all of that to put in the time and the effort for the long haul of business success. I've told this story extensively, but when I started my Etsy shop in 2012, my goal was to have a full-time income within five years. That was my plan. That was the timeline that I envisioned being able to grow, you know, if I have, I think I had like $2,000 in sales the first year, and then if I could get to $5,000 the second year, and then maybe... 10,000 the 3rd year and 20,000 the 4th year and 40,000 the 5th year then by the time that 5 years was going to happen which was also kind of lined up with my children starting um, school then I would be able to have a full-time income by the time they were in school so that I could work while they were gone and and have what equated to a five uh, a full-time income which obviously everybody's definition of a full-time income is Dependent on what your background is and um, kind of your lifestyle and your work history and stuff. But that's kind of where I set the benchmark, I would say, in like at the forty dollars to $50,000 range was what I was hoping that I could create within five years of starting my shop. It did end up happening quicker for me, but um, that was my expectation. So anything that happened faster than that was just like super exciting icing on the cake. It was not at all what I was expecting to get out of this business in a really short time frame. Real talk, you're not gonna build a six-figure income in six months, you're just not. You're not gonna do it in a year, most likely. Now, maybe you have had some sort of like, you know, magical thing that has happened and you are like the one outlier in the 500,000 downloads of this podcast. Um, And so you're listening like, well, I did it in six months and that is awesome. But I can really confidently say for 99.9% of people, you're not going to do that. Does it mean for you that building a business is not worthwhile? Does it mean that it's not going to pay off? Does it mean that it's not going to bring in a meaningful income for your family? Those are kind of rhetorical questions, but not necessarily. Does it mean it isn't worthwhile? It depends on what you need from it. It depends on what you need to be able to get out of your business. If you are in a position where you need to be able to have a full-time income within six months, then it might mean that this is not worthwhile for you. If you have more freedom and flexibility where you can have that longer timeline and you have a little more breathing room in what your needs are to be coming out of the business, then it might mean that it is still worthwhile for you to do it. What really is your goal for your business and where do you need it to go or want it to go? And that can vary really dramatically for people depending on their own life circumstances. I know that there are a lot of people who listen to this podcast who are on sort of like the beginning, the beginning phase of adulthood and then the latter phase of adulthood. So I have a lot of people who come and wanna build a business while being able to be home with their kids or um, cut back on their full-time job so that they can have more time with their kids or more flexibility with their kids stuff and then i have a lot of people who are retired or getting ready to retire and they want to bring in a supplemental income and those are kind of similar goals um, on both of those ends and then there's a lot of people in the middle who are either a stay-at-home mom and they're transitioning back to work or they have a full time work, a job, and they want more flexibility, or they need a full time income. So, all of those goals are gonna bring in different pieces to whether this is the best choice for you. And this is going to be able to pay off in the long term and be able to bring in what equates to being meaningful for your own family, your own life circumstances, your own budget, all of those things. I think it's really important within a business, especially, um, well, I don't know, I was going to say especially if you're very new, but I really think it's true uh, along all the phases of business growth and where you see your business growing or heading um, is to realistically goal set for what it looks like for you. And I've talked about that for my own business where I say, you know, this might be what I'm doing in my funky monkey shop right now, but that's because I don't necessarily want it to grow bigger. I want it to stay where it is and where it has been for the last few years because that's what I feel like I can take on in that business while also balancing other things. And that for me is a really empowering place to be. It's a really, um, it's a lot more freeing of a place to be to say, could this business grow bigger? Yes. Um, Has it been bigger in the past? Yes. But also I am taking it at the stage of life that I'm in right now And the other demands that I have in my life right now, and I'm okay with having it be at the level that it is, even though I know that there would be potential for growth um, within that industry. So I think having those goals that aren't necessarily just about more and more and more growth, but are about balancing what it looks like for you in your real life. I was reading um, an article online in preparation for this episode about um, business growth in general, sort of the timeline for small businesses to be profitable and to grow. And according to a freshbooks.com article, most small businesses take two to three years to even be profitable and then they really hit their growth stride in the 7 to 10 year mark. I would say that that was definitely true for my business. Um and that there is this you know there's sort of like a sweet spot where you get past within um, I would say probably around the three to four year mark, where you say like, okay, now this actually seems like it's working. I can see the the areas of growth, and um, I can see what I need to go, what I need to do to move forward and really see this business continue to expand. But the idea that the people on the internet think that not only can they start a business and be profitable within the first year, but they actually could hit six figures of profitability in six months or whatever, is completely out of touch with realistic expectations about growing a business and building a business in general. The is, the internet is not some kind of like special magical unicorn land where the rules of life outside of the computer don't apply. It is hard work to get a business going. It is hard to be profitable and you have to be good at your numbers and your pricing and understanding your material costs and your labor costs and all of that. And then you have to be able to maintain the growth that you've had and maintain your profitability as you grow and also make sure you actually are profitable and your revenue is not just growing, but actually your profit is growing. So making sure that you have realistic expectations about what that looks like is key to not being disappointed in how quickly your business is being built or quitting because you get frustrated really, really quickly when you don't see the unrealistic expectation of results that you have. So you start a business and you know, within the first month, you're not like raking in the cash. And so then you get frustrated and you quit. I've had people email me when I have launched programs or opened up new cohorts of my programs or whatever, and they will email me and say, you know, I really want to join your program. I'm really interested in it. I think it's a great fit for me, but I need you to guarantee that I'm going to be able to make at least insert dollar amount, you know, $500, $2,000, whatever in profit this month that I join because I can't make my rent and I need rent money. And across the board, 100% of the time, I say this is not the right program for you. Um, actually, no program is right for you. And um, this is not a realistic expectation. Obviously, that is kind of an extreme Um, example, although it has happened multiple times. So it is an extreme example in my mind, but apparently there are enough people out there who don't think it's extreme um, that it exists. But when I look at those kinds of emails, when I hear from people like that, that are in that situation, my immediate thought is, you don't need to be an entrepreneur. You don't need to be starting a business. You need a, a paycheck from somebody else that's responsible for the overhead and the hours and all of those things that can make sure that, you know, you work 20 hours and you make X amount of dollars. So entrepreneurship is not that. There's going always to be up and down. And I know people who have been in business for 25 years that will hit a bad month and not be able to take a paycheck of their own because they have to pay their employees and their overhead costs and stuff. So that is the nature of having your own business. And and being able to weather those storms, if you can't pay your rent this month, you need a job from an employer. You don't need to be an entrepreneur, at least not as your like full time venture. Maybe it's like a a side thing. In spite of the fact that this may not be what you want to hear, I am obviously a huge proponent and an, a huge fan of building an online business and also entrepreneurship in general. I have been a little side hustle entrepreneur since I was like 10 years old selling Beanie Babies with a dial up internet. But this is also where I push back so heavily against the smoke and mirrors of the internet And the idea that you can just like manifest your way to being immediately gluttonously wealthy while never really having to do any work or put in that grit and resilience to be able to keep going and build something that's going to last. That kind of overnight sensation isn't true. It does not exist. Building a business is a long, slow process that takes longer and happens slower than almost any of us wish that it would. But it does not mean that it's never going to happen. It does not mean that it's too hard or that you can't do it. And it doesn't mean that it does not ultimately pay off. The business that I have built monogramming baby burp cloths in my bedroom, has grown into something that is so far beyond my wildest imagination of what I could have envisioned 11 years ago when I started. But there were a lot of not great moments along the way. There have been many, many places where I have said I'm done I can't do this anymore I can't handle it I'm so frustrated I'm discouraged blah 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 there have also been great moments of celebrating like I cannot even believe what I have done or what has happened the impact that this has had all of those things it is like a roller coaster up and down so there is good and there is bad ultimately I obviously think it's worth it it has been a huge blessing in our lives But it has not happened fast. It has not happened easily. And aligning your expectations with what being an entrepreneur really looks like is so, so important. Make sure that you are putting yourself in business circles or groups or whatever, whether it's the podcast you listen to, coaching programs you join, Facebook groups that you're in, whatever that looks like to you where people are realistic about this. They're realistic about the times that they struggle. They're realistic about how quickly their business has grown or the places where it has not grown or the times where it has dipped and they're kind of freaking out about what they're gonna do next. And also that People that don't give you those scarcity feelings, which you can recognize those scarcity feelings because they feel like you're never doing enough. There are so many people hustling and doing all these things that you aren't doing yet and you're missing out. Um, There's like a timeline for being able to take advantage of this opportunity and you're missing that timeline. (laughs) Um, that's what those scarcity feelings look like. And make sure that you are not surrounding yourself with those kinds of people. They will always make you feel panicky and like you should have done this five years ago. And since you didn't, you have to hustle and hustle and hustle and hustle to catch up, except you're never going to be able to catch up because it's just like a sinking ship. Getting out of that space and being able to have a a less emotional, more kind of even keel, the mental fortitude to keep going and keep building and keep slogging away when results are not happening as quickly as you wish they would or you hit a point where you're struggling or you get frustrated, it's really important then to surround yourself with the people who can be there with you, maybe give you advice if there's things to give advice about, but also just help you to have the perspective that these are normal fluctuations within business, there are normal ups and downs, and, and it is that roller coaster. Ultimately, to have another, you know, little metaphor, building a business is a marathon and it's a marathon that doesn't really have a finish line. There's not a point where you're like, I have hit my 26.2 miles and I am done and I'm, you know, running across that little tape at the end, um, this is it. That There's not that. There are going to be good times and then, you know, your best year ever might be followed by your worst year ever. And then you feel like you're starting back again and having to build up from there. But at the end of the day, your mental strength is going to be so centered around your expectations and the timeline that you've built for yourself in, in terms of what it looks like and where your goals are headed, and your ability to celebrate those successes as you go and celebrate those smaller wins or those places where you say like, hey, this was, you know, this was 5% growth over last year and that's great and that's awesome versus saying, well, it was only 5% and I was wanting to grow by 40% and so I have failed and I haven't done what I wanted to do and all of those things. Like there's such a perspective shift when you have a longer term, sort of long game mindset of, of how you want your business to grow and where you want it to grow and what that process is gonna look like along the way. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope it has been encouraging to you and not discouraging. My goal certainly is not to discourage people. Um, it is more to set an expectation that goes against the grain of what you hear in The clickbaity stuff that gives you a false narrative of what it looks like to be a business owner. And I don't want that for you. I don't think it's helpful for people. I think actually it is very detrimental to people because they end up feeling like they're the only ones that aren't doing well and everybody else's business is growing so much faster and everybody else is seeing so much more success. So they must just not be good at this or they must be doing something wrong or whatever. So I hope this has given you lots of things to think about um, and I hope you enjoyed it. I will see you back here next week for another myth that we'll talk about. Bye for now.